so where we last left off, the party had arrived in front of a farmhouse after being chased through a cornfield. The owner of the house fires off some warning shots at the monstrosities that were chasing you, thinking that it was just coyotes. Gina tells you that you are in Lawrence, Kansas, and you see the train exploding behind you, and for some reason she thinks that it was going to Chicago and not to Edinburgh. But that would be weird, because that would mean that you're in America, not England. Now, you find out that there's also been like a string of murders in town. You find out that stuff is a little weird where you are right now. You've slept for a couple of days, you wake completely healed, and you eat a hearty breakfast. And when things get... think when you think th things are getting really weird, this woman sends you to go get groceries for her, and she gives you your car, which you all have planned to ditch your car and disappear. Oh yes, and um, if I remember correctly, through the radio, you heard Blackwell talking to you, saying, Wake up. We'll get you out. Does that sound about right for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about Just right. Just a lot of, what the fuck is going on? Cool and normal. So, you guys are in this old pickup truck, and you've made it into town. Uh, you park in front of the general store, and on the sign it reads, Billy's General Goods. This is where she sent food and groceries. You see a couple of people, I see you guys get pile out of this truck. Who was in the bed of the truck? Freddy would... No, Freddy was driving. Yeah, Freddy was driving. Good. I think I established early on that Gabrielle is a terrible driver. So it's... Even even though I technically have that skill, like I have the drive auto skill, Gabrielle just chooses to drive poorly. So far, you guys have crashed every car you've been in. <laughs> yeah, no, so really it's... It's the perfect time to to drive another car. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to someone else. Only when we've had to roll to drive. I don't I I don't have the drive auto skill, unfortunately. So um, Lizzie is not going to be driving unless shit's bad, and then we have other problems. I can if needed. Uh, I'd say I'm trying to remember. Yeah, but not this time. I don't got this this. Time. I, I I can be in the back of the truck. That okay. sounds fine. So you guys pile out, and as you're getting into town, you've parked. Gabriella, you see everybody staring at you all, just like, never seen them before. They're just giving you quizzical looks. Nothing really out of the ordinary, it's just a bunch of people coming in, getting their groceries, getting what they need, and leaving. You guys head into the store, the bell rings at the door, and you see a guy coming out from a back room. Ah, welcome in, what can I get for you? He's Irish. We have a list. I, I hold out oh, the, yes. the one that the lady gave us. Just some basic supplies. We haven't been able to read the list. I can't make heads or tails of what is on this list, but it looks like it looks like her handwriting. So I'll go ahead and get what she usually gets. That usually suffices. Oh. Okay. He starts rounding up some things. Alright. Uh, feel free to look around while I gather everything for you. Sure. That's not questionable. 
Yeah, it's easier than I expected, at least. I wonder how often strangers come in here bringing her grocery order. He didn't ask us anything. Yet he knew exactly who it was for. Said he recognized the handwriting. Right, if I remember more readings, uh, these these towns, they're like super close. Like, like friendly local pub close and know everybody that comes in knows your name mm. kind of close. Okay. I think a little questioning of things is understandable given the radio keeps telling us to wake up. Lizzie says quietly so no one else can hear. Right, that is likely not normal. None of this has been normal. Right, so we're gonna put whatever he gives us in the car and then just out, right? What if he brings out like someone's arm or head? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Can't say I would either, actually. Why did you just say that out loud? Why would you say that? Looking at Finley. Finley is just... His eyes are just like... Still so very tired. I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud. At this point, uh, another one of the uh, townspeople comes in and is just... Ah, morning, David. Morning, Jack. Weren't we supposed to give a list to a dude whose name started with J-something? You do remember that. You do remember that. Oh, boy. So it should have gone to Jack? Not the shopkeeper? The name wasn't Jack. I didn't write that detail down, but the name wasn't Jack. But the name is kind of fuzzy. You don't remember it. It's like... You remember... No, maybe it wasn't a J. I think it was just... Yeah, maybe it was just... David? Maybe? What are the odds uh. we never actually woke up after the train... exploded? Are we in hell? I thought dream, but hell is possible. How do you normally wake yourself up from a dream? Finley's gonna pinch. <laughs> oh, and you feel it. You pinch yourself and you feel it. Ah! Okay, um... Uh... Are you okay over there? I stepped on a nail. It's good, he's clumsy. Oh. I'll pick that up. Hmm. Why don't we go for a bit of a walk outside? Get some fresh air. You guys are more than welcome to do that. Because he's thinking, get a little bit more privacy. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good start. I should have all this ready in about 20 minutes. Right, much appreciated. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. How much stuff are we picking up? I mean, she lives on the edge of town. It might be like a whole month's worth of provisions. Never mind, that makes sense. My my, my Omar would do the same. Okay. Say, we might be a little turned around, and I'm asking the main shopkeeper. Suppose we had to take a train to the nearest city. How long would that take? Well, you'd have to drive out to the... You'd have to drive out to the station up... Mm, I think the next one is off of... Ooh. Hmm. I haven't been out that way in a long time. I can't really give you all that good of directions, but uh, I do have a map over here if you want to read it. Oh, Y'all ain't from around here? Um, 
Yeah. We were going on a trip and got a little off track, and so we're trying to figure out a way to get back to where we were going. Yep. Well, I'd recommend a map. You're welcome to look at it. I, you guys seem a little bit lost. Hmm, it's, it's certainly not Virginia. I suppose not. I head over to the map and take a look. Is it like a town map, or...? It's a regional map. Okay. Can we read anything on this map? You look at it, and it feels regional. Like, you're looking at it, but you couldn't make heads or tails if this was Kansas or not, just based off of the squiggles don't seem to make sense. And then all the letters are just jumbles, as if you were reading, like, a completely different language. Huh. Like, this isn't English, but it also just looked like gibberish. I think that concussion hit a little harder than expected. Can the rest of you not read this either? Freddy will come over and take a look. You can't read it either. Not a lick. It's like trying to read something in a dream. I don't think normal ways to wake up apply to weird dreamness. You know, at least when I was in Germany dealing with all that nonsense, I could somewhat trust reality. This is much worse. Face, it sounds like we've got friends trying to help us get out. Actually, now that I think back, we never really made it to Germany, did we? Have you guys stepped out of the store at hmm. this point? Finley has. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, step out. Lizzie might have, like, kind of guide <laughs> Gabrielle and Freddy outside. Just let's... Let's get some fresh air. Yeah, no. Uh, no, Freddy, Freddy would have, after not being able to read, just been like, nope, outside to talk. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just a little wonky. I, I go and pet my dog. Which one of you has the highest spot hit? I've got a 45. I have a 70. I have a 25. I'm bad at it. Damn, I have a 65. Gabriella, go ahead and roll me a spot hidden. Sure will. We're looking at a failure, but um, I will I will burn some luck. Tell me what takes you from that seventy-four to a seventy. I think I'm petting Bosco, and I'm always kind of in tune to if his senses adjust to anything. So if I see like his tail start to like shift or his eyes kind of narrow, and, you know, when a dog does that thing where they're like, "Oh my gosh, there's something there," I, I kind of follow his gaze. Yeah, so Bosco tenses. As you're just looking out, you look again, and you see the town is just staring at you. Hmm. Just these dead gazes. They're just staring. Mm. Yeah, we're in hell. <laughs> I don't like this. I give everyone, like, I walk over and give people, like, the, the gang, the Scooby gang, if you will, a quick tap on the shoulder. And I go, I need you to react like I'm just telling you about the weather. Um, but everyone in town is looking at us. And I give everyone some variation of that. As you all start to look around, everybody's going about their normal day-to-day. And Gabriella, as you look out again, you see they're all moving as if it was just normal. Okay, scratch that. They may be... They maybe did at the start, but they have stopped doing that. I'm not trying to pull anyone's leg here. 
I don't find that comforting. If you guys think that your character would be a little suspicious at Gabriella here, roll me an insight check. Ooh. Sure. <laughs> How deep does the gaslighting go? Oh, yes. Uh, what is insight in the system again? Isn't that like psychoanalysis? <laughs> or psychology? It's, uh, maybe investigate? Or psychology? You know what? Given my score in psychology, I'm just gonna have, have Freddy just raise an eyebrow, because I don't think I'm gonna roll under a 10. Yeah, same. I'm gonna say, if you want to insight check anybody, I would go based off of intelligence, since that's more of like a wit-based thing instead of education. Okay. That I'm good at. Okay. Then, sure, I'll roll my intelligence. Ooh, hard success. Same. You both piece together that, like, nah, Gabriella wouldn't lie about that whatsoever. Yeah. Finley's heard crazier from his grandpa. Fair. Finley's a true believer here. <laughs> Gabriella, remember these people who have uh, questioned you. It's an eyebrow raise. I'm just letting you know, I this place messes with our perception, it seems, so... Do you look back into the store? I feel like someone I might... I'm, I'm very focused on the outside. Yeah, I'm very focused on the outside, so somebody else might. Yeah. Finley's gonna turn to the store. Romeo's spot hidden. Joy. That's a hard success. You look in, and at first glance, you would have missed it. Because it just looks like David and Jack are talking inside. But then... When Jack's hand is held up as if he's explaining something to the other, it hasn't moved at all. It just kind of looks frozen. It catches your eye, and you keep, you keep looking, and you look, and it doesn't move. And you realize that while Jack's back is turned to you, you can't see his lips moving, but you don't see any movement from David whatsoever, as if he's acknowledging that Jack is talking. You don't see any back and forth. So either this is the longest monologue of anybody's life, or something's not quite right. Gabriella. Yes? What was that thing's name? Thanks. The... My grandfather wrote to me before he disappeared. He it started with the C. Was it Chagara? Chagar? Chagaru? Chagar? What? I I cannot remember. Would I remember this? Which one are you talking about? Is it Basidi Ogre? Because I don't know if I I, I don't know if I remember Basidi the name. Ogre. Do there I remember Basidi Ogre's name? I should, I should make you take a sanity point for that. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're reaching through... You, re, you get to... Every time I, I say the name, even if it's not in fiction, you can reach through the camera and punch me. Just a little bit. I'm just reaching through your camera. Whack! Ah, oh, no, I said the name! <laughs> I'm gonna just, like, smack your brain in that alone. Oh, man. I get sent a video that gives me a headache. You, you start feeling like your head hurt at... As you're thinking about it, but it doesn't come to you. If it is, it's one of those things that might have been maybe locked away for my own good. I'm still 
recovering memories as we go. As you guys are talking about this, you hear a uh, jangling of boots walking up to you. Oh, joy. I hate it. Well, now, who do we have here? And you see the sheriff. Of course, it'd be a cowboy. Yeehaw. Ha ye. Ha ye. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're in the mirror universe, so yeah, ha ye, indeed. <laughs> I think Lizzie just turns around and says in probably decently convincing American accent, just like, hey, we're just uh, visiting from a couple towns over. We're on a bit of a road trip. Stopping to get some groceries. This is very funny to me because my character is canonically American and you're like, no, <laughs> hold my <beer. laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. I got this. I would like to buy a cheeseburger. <laughs> Roll um language own. The burger of cheese. <laughs> I would like to buy a hamburger. It, it's um I'd like a hamburger. It, remi- it reminds me of the Ouch. Game Grumps episode where the guy from Game of Thrones who plays the the soldier that, that got castrated is like playing with them and he's showing them his American accent. Um it's probably about that level of good with my 63 out of 32. <laughs> Would you like to spend all of your luck on that one? <laughs> no. It just turns into a pitch-perfect Dirty Harry impression. <laughs> it is the worst American accent you've ever heard, Gabriella. <laughs> I think I like I let out like, like an audible groan. <laughs> Finley turns to the cop and goes, well, howdy there, partner. I, I, <laughs> I'm from Asylum. Oh, Lord. Um, I feel like Liz, even Lizzie knows that it's bad. She's like, sorry. I'm not even going to make you roll for that one. Sorry, oh. i practicing for potential acting job. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, partner. I be from Asylum. We've been beat up by, like, eldritch monsters, chased through a cornfield, but the psychic damage of getting American accent wrong just feels a lot worse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that one feels a little more personal, like it hits, you know? You know, considering how often we Americans do bad, like, British and Australian and every other country, I I feel like this is justified. Oh, 100%. I hope this I hope this cowboy clowns on us just a little bit. Thankfully, not on me. I've dodged this specific bullet. I see you be the law, partner. Oh, Lord. Lizzie just <laughs> yep, yep. steps away from Finley, just like one step, just <laughs> nope. <laughs> Please be my friends. <laughs> your your American accent is coming along real well. Uh, you're gonna be <laughs> a great actress and <laughs> Hollywood one day. You, you dare right. me to... I, I admit that was terrible. I apologize. That was embarrassing. As long as you know that it was pretty terrible. Oh, oh boy. I think I'm just gonna stick to more of my area of the woods. Good morning, officer. <laughs> you see his badge. It says, Ruko I Desab. Can I get that in writing yes, so that I'm I can... I'm going to write it out. <laughs> so we can figure out what the anagram is? 
No, so that's my thing. I have this yeah. horrible habit of not knowing anagrams until someone points it out to me, like, seven weeks later. So I have to ask for names in writing now because I'm dumb. <sighs> not dumb. You're right. I'm not dumb. I'm just bad at spelling. That one's not hard to figure out, I have to say, but there's only one person that would recognize it. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on. Wait, what is it supposed to be? It's just Vicini Ogre. It's so <laughs> transparently. Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm getting smacked in the head again. Pop. Whack. Come on. You had to stretch for that one. Not really. What do you mean? Do you know anybody named Rugo? No. <laughs> so there's only one person that would know that name. Yeah. So th- this this uh, I get I get a, I, like you know I've had a tension headache all morning. Uh, Gabriella has anyway. So just real like oh interesting name. Hmm. Yeah. You're saying something about my name, ma'am. And you no, I... you see him look at you. And all of a sudden, oh. there's a flash in your mind as you see the eye atop uh, Big Ben again. Hey, real quick, same eye I shot with a gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You see that this officer is holding the, like, his hand on his uh, pistol. Uh, he's also learned the ways of a gun. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> I took that personally. <laughs> I went, in between seasons, I trained with a, a revolver. So did Basidio. <laughs> that was back in 1939. Yeah. Now it's like it was. We are in 41. He's had two years to train. Does Basidiogre know that if you have a rivalry for more than seven years, it's not just a rivalry anymore, it's also super gay? <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you saying that you are going to um, have relations with no, the Elder Tor? No, I'm just, I'm just saying like the longer it goes on, the more it's like maybe the City Ogre has a crush on me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, but this is all obviously out of out of Gabriella's mind because Gabriella doesn't remember the City Ogre and is just deeply unsettled by this man. Roll sanity. Oh, of course, of course, of course. There it is. Um, ba- 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 fail. <laughs> Heavy um, failure. Yeah. Yeah. Roll a d10. Every time. Oh no, we've got Gabrielle. We've, we've got ah, someone ten. remembering ah. something that they're not supposed to ah. know. Oh no. We know how oh, this is. Oh, that's a lot of sanity I lost. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> oh no. Alright, let me. Officially below half. Let me, get your, great. let me get your um character sheet pulled up real quick. Yeah, I just I dropped it just now. I'm 23 out of 50. Once again, I am the sanest person of the group. Somehow. You did it. The bar in Good hell. Job. Much like us. <laughs> the bar is in hell. <laughs> so, you have just suffered a major emotional trauma here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now go ahead and roll me the um, 1d100. Uh, for intelligence. Oh, I'll use luck for that one. That Wait, do I want to roll bad or good? I don't think you can use luck for that one. No! <laughs> one point. Devastating. Oh, no. 
That's the one you wanted to fail. Oh, I wanted to fail this one? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, mm, still. So you remain sane for now. Oh, boy. <laughs> In that case, yeah, one point. Woo! <laughs> you succeed. <laughs> Real rude of Call of Cthulhu to say the smarter you are, the more susceptible you are to mental health concerns. <laughs> Is it wrong? <laughs> I mean... Uh, I won't. I won't answer that on the on the. Yeah, no. The clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, interesting design space, Call of Cthulhu. Interesting, very interesting. All right, so I'm not. I'm not doing great. Now you just lose that tin, uh, tin sanity, and uh, you continue on your days. You just like uh -huh. realize this person's not good. This is bad news. This is yeah, I bad news bears. Can't look this guy in the eye. I could have told you that, but I wouldn't know the extent to which this is bad. Yeah, no, I, I think I just stepped back from the conversation. You just kind of shut down in the back. While he's talking to the others, you all just have like this meaningless conversation with him that afterwards you don't even realize that you were talking really to him. He just feels like a figment and is gone. But the entire time... Gabriella, you're the only one who notices this. His eyes are just locked on you. It's fine, it's fine. You can't forget his hand on the pistol. You can't forget the eyes changing to that horrid green that you saw atop Big Ben. Oh, no, 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 no. The one that you put a bullet through. It's never that easy. You lot have a good rest of your day. Enjoy Kansas while you can. And uh, he walks off. Thank you very much. That particular wording is not lost on Finley. Mm -hmm. We need to leave. We need to leave now. Yes, we do. But what's the best way to get out of here? Can we get out of here? Regardless, we need a plan. I don't want to be in the same town as that man. As you say that, the radio turns back on. And this just in. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Hello? You hear Blackwell's voice. Oh. We all jump into the car, basically. Yeah. Actually, I think Gabriella and Lizzie have the biggest reaction, because we're the only two who've met him. Yeah, no, 100% dip into the car yes we can hear you what's going on uh, Finley go ahead and roll me a spot hidden real quick yay time to spot it no my god oh, oh. <laughs> ouch why are, we, why are we in Call ouch. of Cthulhu to suffer this is true everything is as it seems yeah oh there we go I can hear you now. I need you to look for someone who stands out among everyone. That's your ticket out of that dream. Oh, so it is a dream. Someone who stands out. Anything else we can go on for how to find them? Because it's really weird in here. It'll probably be a constant in the dream. Everything else changes. You've seen some things change. Looks to Gabriella, who's 
the resident expert in psychology. And predictions are saying that it'll be the New York Yankees going to the World oh, Series. Okay. And the radio dies. Alright. Okay, so we're talking dreams. I can do dreams. I've studied dreams. Someone who stands out. How much did you all know about Kansas before this? Well, Essen states, um, there's no place like home. There's no... It wouldn't be that obvious, would it? Won't be that obvious. You don't think it's. We're not going to run into Dorothy, you think? I mean, we're certainly not in Oz anymore, but I don't know if that's the constant. I mean, that would be the most. that you all would know about Kent. None of you, none of us are from here. The most knowledge and collective unconscious we would have about Kansas would be the Wizard of Oz already something, so Wizard of Oz would have come out by this point, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure that was correct. Yeah, 1930, it would have come a couple of years ago. It was, uh, it was coming out about the same time that the first season happened. Yeah. Yep. Alright. If not Dorothy, then something from that. Not for nothing, but it might be all we have to work from. Unless all of you, any of you have, like, specific Kansas-related memories. Unless he's a little more literal and it's something within the whatever the hell this is we're experiencing that's not going to change, because the store of it has changed. Something that sticks out. I'm going to scan, like, the town again to see if there's anything weird, if that is okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll a hey, spot hidden. Finley, you're welcome to do so as well. Yeah. Yay! Help me out, Finley. Oh, oh wow. Thank you, oh. Finley. Woo! Oh, that nat one. Look with your special eyes. Nice. Oh, Tell nice. me what you see with your elven eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Finley. Mm-hmm. You have this beautiful minds moment where it's just the world is at peace. Everything goes quiet. Everything stops. And in this brief second... Everybody's staring at you. Even the people inside the uh, general store. Everybody's just staring at you menacingly. And you look up to the sign above. And it says, Jeremy's General Wares. Oh, it's shifting. And you look back at the at the radio and it's it's a jumble of numbers. You couldn't figure out how to turn it on if you tried. You look at the dashboard. There's nothing cohesive about what's going on there. Everything seems very gibberish. It is just gibberish the entire way through. Everything is starting to change. You look back up at the sign and it says, Gloria's General Wares. You look down again, you look back up at it. Timothy's. Then Sam's. Then Clinton. Oh... And everybody's starting to move closer towards you. And then the, that one second where you just had pure clarity of mind stops and everything starts moving again as you start seeing the townsfolk kind of starting to surround you. Get in the truck! Get in the trunk, sure. Right, right, in, right, right. into the car, go. Yep, all right, let's, let's go. Thank you, Gabrielle, Lizzie. We were already in the truck. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I jump to the, to the back with and take out my. Do I have my gun on me still? Uh, yeah, you do have your gun on you. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll keep that hand on that just in case, but I'm not gonna take it out quite yet. Blizzy's also got her hand near her gun. Okay. They just amble towards you very slowly. As you guys back the car out, you see them move out of the way. Which direction would you like to go? Back towards the house or just out of town? Her name didn't change while we slept. We were unconscious and she was the same, right? Hmm. I try to rack my mind to see if there's anything that I could think of that specifically would stick out as... What's the word I'm looking for? Something consistent. As you guys are all trying to figure this out, everybody roll me intelligence. Ha! We got two hard successes. Nice. Lizzie and Freddy with the hard successes. That's just our strong suit. When it comes to thinking, when it comes to just general smart thinking, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. It comes with being a criminal. Gabriella and Finley, you... You think it's the sheriff. The sheriff is um, the key to oh. all of this. Especially you, Gabriella. You think that this is a ploy from Basidiogur. You're probably dead asleep on that train with mushrooms on your face. Mm-hmm. Finley, you you think that sheriff probably killed your grandfather. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that's probably what <laughs> Finley would think. Yep. Freddy and Lizzie, you guys realize the only real constant here has been Jenny. Jenny was Jenny when you guys got to the house, and was Jenny when you got back, and when you woke up. Was it Jenny or Gina? If I said Gina in the last one, then it was Gina, but... It, it's Gina. Okay. Jedi. The farmer lady. That name Jedi. I did write down. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. I must have said it wrong. <laughs> All good. Alright, so Gina is the constant that you see. It's up to you guys how you want to figure this out. The sheriff has bad news, and I think... Get back to Gina. <sighs> back to Gina. Okay. Spins the wheel. Perfect. Guns it. If we see the sheriff... Uh, I don't think running him over will help, given what I think he might be, but try it. No, it, it ain't the sheriff, mate. I, hope I have right. questions for him. Who, who, Who is the one thing that ain't changed, no matter when we looked? The... We even fell asleep. Oh god, the farmer. We fell yeah. asleep and she was the same. Okay, it's... it. Yeah, okay. But if we see the sheriff... We're in grave danger, and we should book it. I mean, we're already, I'm assuming it's what, a, a 1940s pickup. It can only go 50 miles an hour oh no. at the very latest, and it's just rattling. Oh no! Yeah. Well, it's faster than anybody can run after you, so. Now, it would be a real shame if the sheriff was chasing you on horseback. It's also a dream. Look in the rear view mirror. And the sheriff is not chasing you on horseback. <sighs> You're a real bastard sometimes. <laughs> I like to believe that's why you guys come back. 
That is an affectionate calling you a bastard, but still. Also, it's a dream. Nightmare monsters can run however fast they want in a dream. It's true. Oh man, I love the city ogres just taking the playbook of like, I will fight you in a realm in which you cannot beat me. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. Oh gosh. As you guys are racing back to the house, you start noticing that the birds are almost like just moving back and forth in the sky as if they're they're in one space one moment and they're in another space the next moment but then they're right back where they were a couple moments ago oh this is all falling apart yeah I think we broke it either that or it wasn't supposed to stay normal that long why am I so calm about this I feel I'm just going to panic about this later it's fine that's fine take it how you wish we have a job to do. Find Gina, figure out how she gets us out of here. You guys keep driving, and you get to the farmhouse, and you see the train burning in the background. It's nighttime now, and then it's day again, and the train's gone, and it's nighttime again, and the train is burning, and it's daytime, and it keeps flashing in and out, in and out, until it freezes kind of halfway, and part of the sky is blue with clouds, and the other part of the sky, there's orange and darkness it's just a pattern throughout joy well that's something you don't see every day certainly not I've studied dreams my whole life but now I'm inside them and conscious and they are much less appealing it's kind of pretty if you look past all the what the fuck Gabriella, would you like to do either psychoanalysis or psychology on this? Sure. Because you you are the resident... Uh, oh, well. <laughs> I'll, I'll use some luck. That's fine. That's like four points. Yeah. So you use that four points and you start thinking, okay, well, if, if none of us know anything about Kansas, then it has to be someone who does. Meaning that... The person that has put you under the spell or the sleep, they must be an American. They must have deep-seated knowledge of this town, of this place, because it's well it's well put together. Yeah, and it's not Wizard of Oz coded at all, so they, they would have actually been from this town or know it very well. Yeah, because even as you were leaving the town, some of the buildings just changed a little bit. But the house, the field in the background, the train burning, all of that's been the same. Mm-hmm. Something happened to this person. Something something is charging this dream. But because this dream is now shared, and you are all becoming aware that you have no knowledge of Kansas, that it is just not possible for this many people to be in a dream together everything is getting harder and harder to control we're making this dream unsustainable us being here also whoever's putting us here has to be a physical person who's been to and has intense experiences around this town in kansas so when we get out we're looking for an american should narrow it down somewhat how would you like to approach the uh building 
Freddy's driving, right? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> She's putting the car and revving it. Oh, no. <laughs> and just kind of looks at everybody. I mean, it's a dream. It's not real. You could drive right through. Perfect. Vroom. And as you floor it into this house, the car goes through the other side. Oh. You drive into the cornfield. Oh no! Back up, reverse, reverse, no. reverse, reverse, reverse. Yeah, Not reversing, reversing, reversing. As you're reversing, you see a whole bunch of these corn husk creatures jumping off their stalks and oh, onto God. the car, and they start beating on the window. You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 70 actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. If you're enjoying this show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help other people find this lovely spooky tale. Beyond the Crumbling Veil is DM'd by John Vohman of Sticks Helix Productions, with Brian as Finley Jaeger Lazarus, Ian Ramos as Gabriella Slaughter, Fennec Foxfire as Frederica Newman, and Brianna Jean as Charlene Elizabeth Amesley. The show is also produced by Brianna Jean. If you don't want to wait to find out what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. You can also find out more information about our other shows at pseudonymsocial.com and support our various productions.